talking tropes. We are kicking off our season three opener after our summer hiatus with a super incredible special episode. Uh, I'm Hannah. I'm David. And uh, this is our friend Chris, who you might remember from our crossover episode on crossovers. Uh, Chris is also the host of the uh uh oh god i lost it the host of the procedural conversation podcast and the weekend editor at gamepur yeah we're so excited to to have them here thank you chris thanks for having me again i don't know why my voice went really high just now (laughs) because you're so excited because we're talking about we're talking about one of our our childhood nostalgic uh 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 franchises we're talking about ninja turtle oh yeah power rangers (laughs) (laughs) well there was that one episode where they crossed over yeah yeah uh... i don't know about that one but yeah (laughs) Um, it exists right but we're talking about what is kind of a, a central trope to a lot of children's media a lot of you know very simple uh good versus evil media which is the sixth ranger yeah which doesn't necessarily have to be literally the sixth member that's added to a team, but if you have a team with a pretty <laughs> solid set of of members, and at one point another one comes on, uh, maybe they have kind of an ambiguous morality, and you're not sure which side they're on, and but eventually they join up with the team. You might have yourself a sixth ranger. You might your real life friend group <laughs> might have a sixth ranger. It's <laughs> yeah. True. Who's the sixth That's ranger in your friend group? Send your tweets <laughs> oh my at, to at Talking Tropes. Um. Um, Chris, you're you're sort of our sixth ranger for this episode. One could say, yeah, you are the <laughs> core group, and I I have like a, you know a, ambiguous morality and um... right. Who knows if you're actually hypnotized to be evil <laughs> by. Some kind of witch or sorcerer. You've mysteriously pe- appeared before uh, and then disappeared for quite a yeah, while. I just I come into your house. I just knock all knock over all your furniture, and then I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I think I'm cool with you guys now. Let's be friends. <laughs> um, well, I, I just I'm a big fan of this trope. Uh, the, the sixth ranger tends to be one of the most interesting characters in any given squad. Um, and it's, it's, it's all over, you know, Western media now too, because Power Rangers had such a huge impact, but I think we should start by tracing it back to its origins in, uh, Saban's original Power Rangers with, uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger. So how does that story begin? (laughs) Legendary Jason David Frank. Uh, right. Oh, his name sounds super unfamiliar to me because we have the same name. How did I just realize that? That's so funny. <laughs> Whenever I Google my own name, Tommy Oliver comes up yeah. every time. Yes. I'm uh, ungoogleable, baby. Actor and UFC fighter. Mixed martial arts. I don't think he's actually in the UFC, but he is a mixed martial arts fighter. That would be cool if he also suited up for... You know, uh, maybe for for yeah, uh, yeah. He's gonna be on Dana White's Fight Island. Um, hopefully, <laughs> um, it'll be crazy. Um, yeah, Tommy Oliver. You know, he shows up at Angel Grove High School or whatever the hell it's called, and he kind of um, he makes an impression. Uh, if I remember correctly, he kind of becomes like a friendly sparring rival to Jason the Red Ranger and. Right for about two seconds. It's I think I think that's the interesting thing about him is that he's supposed to be like introduced and like become a part of the friend group before he gets you know turned evil. Yeah. But they don't have enough time for that because the first appearance 
of him in the, you know, in the Japanese Sentai show, the Zyu Ranger, Zyu Ranger, uh, he's already evil. So <laughs> they have him join and then he's immediately like accosted by Rita Repulsa yeah. and, you know, hypnotized to join yeah, her gang. Yeah, you know, Kimberly, Kimberly's kind of got some eyes for, for him, right? Right. You know? mm. yeah. That becomes kind of a trend for a <laughs> yeah. little bit, but then that yeah. kind of disappears. Yeah, and they, they have to destroy the Sword of Darkness or something like that to, to bring right. him back. Right, yeah. Like, he mucks everything up. He like, he like, I don't he like does something with Zordon. I think he like doesn't kill him, but like, yeah, he puts his CD in the back of Alpha 5, <laughs> and Alpha 5's like, oh dear, oh dear, uh, I've been hacked by the hacker. And then Zordon gets teleported to another dimension, so I guess at first it's supposed to be like he's gone, so the Zords don't work, but then they just work, because they didn't have <laughs> enough footage of the Zords not working. Yeah, exactly, yeah, you're kind of, at that point, you're kind of um, restricted by the super sentai footage um and yeah right. i mean my uniform was interesting because like um i don't recall the name of the company that does super sentai but like they they made extra footage for the u.s show to adapt to, to, to use which is cool yeah um, that is cool did yeah, that continue I, throughout like the rest of the series I, or was it not that i'm aware of i i used to love looking at like when i was a kid i used to love looking at these sites that compared to the Japanese and the American versions, like, with the, the edits, and mostly it was, yeah. like, you know, they took out blood, and they replaced <laughs> bullets with lasers. <laughs> That's mostly it. Um, right. They replaced all the guns with walkie-talkies! Uh, no, um, and yeah, the, the cool thing about uh, the Green Ranger, like, he had a very distinct appearance. He had the, the golden shield, which... At times looked like rubber. At times looked like foam, depending on which which version you might be looking right. at. Um, yeah, the Saban costumes were always of, yeah. a, of a lesser quality. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah, um, later iterations when you would see him like as like a special appearance, they would like make his helmet look a little cooler, um, which is neat. And then he had like the 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 dagger, which was also the flute. Yeah, <laughs> I love the I love the meme of. Of yeah, like it's a it's a dagger that's also a flute that when you blow into it, it makes synth trumpet noises, and also you can blow into it while wearing the helmet. Yes, <laughs> even though it is a face covering. I assume there's like a maybe there's like a little slot, you know, like it's like even more disturbing <laughs> that you could like put a straw in the mouth of the little power ranger lips. <laughs> I feel like almost every Power Ranger weapon is also like a laser gun yes, as well. That so, is true. you know, multi-purpose Power Ranger tool is is not the most <laughs> ridiculous thing that Right, uh, but it's it's just that the flute plays synth trumpet noises is the the really great part. MIDI yeah. <laughs> MIDI trumpets <laughs> that summon the dragos dragons or dragon my favorite uh dinosaur right yeah <laughs> that's the thing that that's you're gonna find with a lot of the sixth rangers is that they kind of like don't quite fit the theme or if they do fit the theme it's like in it's kind weird. of a yeah in kind of a weird extraneous way it's um, like a slant rhyme <laughs> right. right yeah I, I i but that's like kind of the appeal too is like it sets them apart that like yeah a dragon is not a dinosaur It'd be weird if it was just, like, a Stegosaurus-themed Green Ranger. Well, I think also part of 
of the appeal of these sort of sixth ranger characters is that they have a mystique about them, especially when they're first introduced, you know? Right. Um, especially if they're introduced more ambiguously, like, you know, Tommy, we do meet him before he is purely evil, even if it's for like 10 seconds. Um, but you know, like as we get into like these other, other (laughs) Power Rangers seasons much later on, um, you know, it gets like, oh my gosh, there's suddenly a new ranger. Where do they come from? They have a deeper voice or something like that. Like, who is this person? Tune out, tune in like three weeks from now. We stretch this as long as possible. Yeah. They often do have like a, a voice modulation <laughs> of some kind because sometimes they're a character we've met before, but we're not supposed to know. Yeah, yeah, even though it's completely obvious because they're probably wearing the same color in their civilian clothes. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the really funny thing is that, like, you know, Kimberly is, like, trying to figure out, like, where's where's Tommy? I gotta find my Tommy. And, uh, you know, we also have to figure out who the Green Ranger is, and they're never in the same place at the same time. They both always wear green, and Tommy's now acting (laughs) super strange, almost like he's turned evil. (laughs) But then he becomes unevil. Yes. Right. Well, because that was the other weird thing, is that he gets a sword after he's already been turned evil, but then the sword, like, focuses the evil or something, or drives him crazy and so then when you destroy the sword he turns good but he was he was bad before the sword so it's just one of those like translation things right probably (laughs) it's ridiculous because i think i think in the original it was like you know first of all there's a whole different origin story for the rangers uh and they're you know from like five thousand years in the past uh, and then, like, I think the Green Ranger is somebody's brother, and there's a revenge element, right? There's something like that. Wait, which one are we talking about? Uh, the, the Green Ranger, original ZU Ranger. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I, I am um, Super Sentai. It was something about. It was something about the sorceress wants to exterminate the dinosaurs, so they locked her away <laughs> for you know, a mil- you know, a couple millennia. And We're gonna trust you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But the point is, like, the Green Ranger in the Japanese version has a motivation. He's not just hypnotized. Uh, okay. But in this version, he is just a good guy trying to do the good thing, but he's uh, he's he's made yeah. evil. But then he becomes the, the White Ranger. Yeah. It, it's right. such a weird trajectory because he loses his Green Ranger power because of the green candle, and then he gets it back, and then he loses it again, and then he's just gone, and then the White Ranger shows up, and it's... They used a different suit from a different uh super sentai series right isn't isn't that super sentai series like uh he's a kid who turns into an adult kind of like uh the blue ranger from turbo he's like uh, a kid that turns into a ranger Ranger, isn't that cool or what um um, (laughs) i'm gonna trust you on that again <laughs> like I don't I know nothing about Die Ranger um other than the, like right. I I don't I don't know how they did it cuz I don't remember season 2 of Mighty Milford very well but like they still use the Zyre Ranger costumes but they used Die Ranger footage and monsters and stuff like that so I, I think they mostly did it by having that one room that is shot in the US inside <laughs> of the Zord um, which I have a, a a clip of if you're watching the yeah. the video version I wanted to show you the scene of <laughs> 
the scene of the Green Ranger just entering through the back door and beating up all the Power like, Rangers. With one single punch. Like, he swings his arm Powerful. once and, like, all five of them, like, flail yeah. and there's I mean, like, everywhere. it's funny that no one ever, like, tries to do this ever again. Like, he jumps up on top of the, the Megazord <laughs> that they're all inside, inside. And then just opens the door and pops in. And they're surprised because, like, who does that? No one ever just comes in here. Uh, That's what made everybody love the Green Ranger. Yeah. It was that specific moment. I, I'm yeah. calling it. Yeah, but um, the White Ranger, the weird thing about the White Ranger was that when Zordon's like, hey, here's the White Ranger. By the way, it's Tommy. And by the way, he's her new leader now. <laughs> he, he replaced Jason as the leader. Was, like, but Jason was still there? Jason was still there! For, like, at least, like, a, a, a while until uh, uh, the right. uh, power changed with Rocky and Adam Right, because I remember they bring him back uh, for Turbo, or was it Zio. Turbo? or Zio. For Zio. Yeah. Uh, and, and they give him the Gold Ranger yeah, suit for, the, like, a day. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, like... We are in the weeds. <laughs> absurd, but, um... But yeah, it's it's um, Tommy is now the leader. He has Saba, which is like this sword that also has a head that talks. Um, <laughs> because why yeah, not? Um, like rule of sidekick. cool. Like that's that's the other trope we could definitely just talk oh, yeah. about uh, with Power Rangers <laughs> is just rule of cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. Whatever's the coolest explosion and craziest monster and like best martial arts kick you can yeah. do, do then it. you get your own 90s rock theme like yeah. oh white yeah. green for tiger power and the, <laughs> yeah ron wasserman is is a genius and the lyrics go it's like white ranger tiger power white ranger tiger power and then it just goes on like, go white ranger, go. go white ranger, go white ranger, go white ranger. And it's just like that for like five minutes. <laughs> it's cool. I, I, it's a cool song. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Is is that your favorite uh, Power Rangers theme song? Uh, it's, it's it's it might be up there. Like I I like the Green Ranger had go Green Ranger go or something like yeah. that. But I don't I yes. don't remember it very well. Um, no, just but, um, it's just that. <laughs> my my favorite, my favorite is definitely Power Rangers Time Force. Um, I I have not been able to get it out of my head all week. Uh, it just lives in there now. Yeah. I I'm cursed to bear this mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. Uh, but it's fine because it's so catchy. Yeah, man. Um, uh, I I think Zio was the first um we we did talk about Zio just like for a second. Yeah. But I think Zio was the first one um the, the first one to introduce that like like real mystery element for the audience of who the ranger is. Like right. the gold ranger you're supposed to like think it's Billy, yeah. but then it's not Billy yeah. because they decided yeah. against that at the last minute. Yeah. B- Billy being the mighty morphin blue ranger and then he's like just the tech guy in Zio, right? Yeah. Um, that's yeah. a pretty big demotion. So they were going to make <laughs> yeah. him gold, which is a promotion. Yeah. But then they decided <laughs> but then against it won't that. Work because radiation. According to interviews, that they were going to get um, Jason David Frank's real life brother, who plays his <laughs> fictional brother on the show, to, to oh be the guy. But then they like they also said, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, also like you know the, the dude who played Billy, like he was 
he was bullied on set for being gay. People were real shitty to him, so I'm not surprised that, like, he didn't stick around for very long. Yeah, that didn't make it into any of those, you know, they had the, like, outtakes in the credits for for Zio. Yeah, they were pretty shitty to him. really sad justice for billy that's gonna be our hashtag exactly yeah david yost is the actor's name he deserves but, uh, instead they do like the whole weird like it, gold is an alien named trey yes right. and then he splits into three uh, or something stupid like that and now we're just gonna give the power back to Jason. yeah it's like can, uh, who can we call up bad. who's available right <laughs> and they do the whole thing like tommy is like taking taking hit taking the guy to the command center and they're like they're like in the the rocky area here and like i forget who's shooting at them and but he's like he's like jason's like wearing a hood and a cloak for no reason yes. otherwise it, other right. than to other than... not let you know who it is until the end where he can like take it off and it's like oh it's jason oh my god that's exactly right there's there's just like a limitless number of these um but i know that there's some that like you in particular chris uh like wanted to make sure that like we we saw and we looked at um and I, I sort of want to skip ahead to Power Rangers Time Force, not just because it had the best. Oh well, actually, let's go back. Let's do let's do Lightspeed Rescue first. I I love Lightspeed Rex Rescue. It's a weird. This case. one is the yeah. bomb. Yeah. Dot com to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first of all, I love that they are like a you know the theme is like rescue people and like thank God there's no like, first cops. responders. Yeah. It's it's first yeah. responders except cops because it's a cool season. Everyone is a firefighter. <laughs> And like the the boss guy is like the guy who saved the Red Ranger from a fire when he was a kid, and like it's, and inspired him to be a firefighter. Yes! Yeah, like it's it's so badass. And then like the, the and their base is underwater. Yeah, the Aqua Base. Yeah, their base is underwater because demons hate it's so water. Cool. <laughs> yes. I mean, I love it. Yes, I it, everything about Lightspeed Rescue to me is is. Yeah. is Bomb. I mean, the thing about the the six <laughs> the the titanium powers is that like I I like how they introduce it like um, Carter the Red Ranger like they introduce it as like he he is testing a, a thing that they're working on like they're just you know they're just always yeah. they're, they're always innovating you know um, and <laughs> right because in that version they like humans just built these to fight demons because yeah, it's just totally. technology yeah um, and so I, I guess you just couldn't take it you couldn't take the the power so the power yeah so like when someone else takes it then like the the titanium ranger shows up you're like who the fuck is this dude and um, <laughs> you know the the unique thing about the titanium ranger is that he is not adapted from the Super Sentai counterpart. He is an American creation. Mm. So right. Yeah. So any episode that they were going to use footage from the original, he couldn't be in it. <laughs> so they had to come up with a reason why he wouldn't be there. He's just doing stuff, man. You know, <laughs> he's always just doing stuff. He's got a sneak tattoo. It's not gonna let him morph. Right. Yeah. So like, let's explain that real quick. He's the brother of the Pink Ranger, and he is the son of like the. The boss man, right? The boss right. man. Yeah. I don't remember why he took the thing, but what a dramatic story! Oh yes, yes he yes. he was kidnapped by the bad guy as a kid because his whole family fell off of like a cliff due to a car accident, and he was gonna like die. Yes, oh, like a really generic cliff with a root that you can grab on. Oh, he made like a deal yeah. with the devil kind of thing, right? Is yeah, that basically, right? yeah. Like, 
Yeah, the dad was like, like the bad guy comes out and is like, make a deal with me and I'll save your son, but he's mine. And the dad's like, never. And then he falls and he's like, no, please save, save my son. Him. And then he, yeah, then he saves him and like steals him away and brainwashes this kid to think that his dad like never loved him. So he's got like this chip on his shoulder about it. But the best part is how they get him to remember his childhood. <laughs> Which is that he meets his dad at the cliff where they fell, and he's like, "I can't believe you you let me fall to save you know my sister," and he's like, "That's not what happened." And he's like, "Yes, it is," and then they he, like tackles him off a cliff, and they're hanging again, and he's like, "Here we go again." I remember. <laughs> But that turns it's him so good, good because now he knows that it was the demon who oh, tricked God. him and stole Diabolical. him. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love that it's about something and like the whole thing where like you have to remember that you wanted to be a hero when you were a kid because you wanted to be a firefighter like your old man. Yeah. Remember you had that fire truck toy. <laughs> remember. You are good. There is definitely a lot of drama in this one. Yeah. yeah. But then to keep him out of the fights. What did they do to keep him out of the fights once he joins the Rangers? <laughs> well, so they do this weird flashback where he's got... Apparently, he, like, sees Diabolico one last time and is like, I'm leaving you and I'm going back to my real dad. <laughs> and Diabolico's like, screw that, I'm giving you a tattoo of a snake on your back. And every time you morph, that snake's gonna get closer to your neck. And when it gets to your neck, you're gonna die. And, like, that's his evil plot. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Which I kind of like, because it, it adds some stakes to the Power Ranger being able to morph or not. Which is, like... Yeah, and that way they don't have to use the suit. Right? <laughs> right. Don't have to use the suit. Great job. Right. I'm all just, I'm just, I'm very in favor of clever solutions to production restrictions, which is what this trope yeah. is all about to me. The oh, Sixth yeah. Ranger is just one big production issue that you have to write around. <laughs> and that's why you've got that like weird green candle thing, you know, because it, it happened in the Japanese version. There was a candle. So bring in the candle. <laughs> but, but this is like an actual creative solution. Yeah, I... I do like the um, the reoccurring element of, you know, there's, like, red, blue, yellow, and then, like, the Sixth Ranger is, like, titanium. <laughs> like, some, some precious I'm a metal. metal. Copper. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, so just to run through them real quick, we've got green, gold, phantom. Phantom. That's, that was weird. Silver. Magna Defender. The Magna Defender. Yeah. Titanium. My favorite has got to be the Quantum Ranger. Right. Though. Let's talk about the Quantum Ranger and Power Rangers Time Force. Because what <laughs> what is that? That's nothing. It's true that it's nothing, especially since it's the same color. But, like, <laughs> I still it's dig it. It's just red with, like, a jaggier head. Yeah. Like helmet. Yeah, and black instead of white, you know? Um, <laughs> which is why I find it hilarious that he was just in Forever Red, even though he's not a Red Ranger. He's like, oh, I got the, I got the, okay, I'm coming with you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, Eric Myers, uh, played by the great Daniel yeah, Southworth, you may have heard his voice work in many a video game and anime adaptations. Um, what a jawline <laughs> on this 30-year-old man who's playing a teenager. I don't know if he's, no, yeah, I think sure. there are adults in this one. Uh, sometimes they're adults, sometimes they're teens. They, like, flash back to their prep school days, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. But he still looks just, because it's right. just him. You know, they don't get, like, a teen. So this one I this one I really like because, uh, you know, it's it's a very different dynamic than any of the other 
sixth rangers that I can find. Like, usually it's always... Yeah. They're either hypnotized to be evil, or there's a revenge plot that requires some kind of revelation of the truth to, you know, to end the, the revenge plot. But for this, yeah, this one... this one is just pure rivals slash ideological differences. Right. What we've got is the um, the Red Ranger's dad owns, like, a private defense contractor that runs a, yeah, a private police force. The Silver Guardians. The Silver Guardians. Because they live in the Silver yeah. Hills. You know, what else are they call it? There you right. go. And they also want to stop the mutants that have come from the future. Yes. You know, they're, they're on the same side, quote unquote, but there's ambiguity here because the, the Silver Guardians only want to defend... Property owners, just like the yeah. real, just like the real private yes. police forces Super and Guardians paramilitary squads. Um, says the <laughs> jeweler, jewelry store owner, or something like the that. The guy who plays the dad, what I, I love him. Yeah, he he definitely plays that corporate bad guy dad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well. I mean, there's there's some good job. stuff there. Like when you see like the prep school flashbacks of like you know West the red the later to be Red Ranger and like Eric. He's kind of. He's not really suited to the coat and tie lifestyle. He's definitely like a you know loner, rebellious dude, and like they they come yeah. from like a very like it, it's it it seems very waspy, you know. It um, is, yeah, yeah, and you know when Wes grows up, like he is at odds with his father, who's like very businessy, and it's a good arc because you know it it definitely turns into like accept like when Wes's identity is revealed very dramatically. Um, it's his visor gets destroyed and you can only see his yeah, eyes, yeah. but his, his dad still recognizes <laughs> him, even though he's, he's like covered yeah. in like, um, <laughs> yeah, soot. And, um, uh, but yeah, it, it turned to like, you know, the father accepts, you know, his, his destiny, you know, destiny is a big deal in time force. And he like makes a stand, uh, against Rancic, who is, uh, delightfully over the top, dude by the way yeah, yeah he's great um, and I, I'm, I'm glad that he like turns good at the last episode yeah, That's the, yeah. that makes me feel yeah and then he shows up in wild force in a, in a really good arc uh and uh you know there's cool stuff there and like yeah the west's dad almost fucking dies because <laughs> he like oh. blasts him with his like it's one of those weird things where it's like a sword, but it also shoots lasers it's a laser yeah yeah, yeah. gun blade you know um yeah yeah, and, you know, um, Eric, he kind of defies the rangers by, like, taking that quantum power. Uh, like, he, he pre puts his arm in the thing, in this thing that, like, yeah. the archaeologists yeah. found, and then things explode, and he emerges from the, the smoke <laughs> as the quantum ranger, and he yeah, has... Yeah, quantum ranger had, like, some of the weirdest and best gear. He yeah. had the, yeah. the roller skates when he gets the battleizer mode. That was fucking... Like, he... the battleizers are not in Super Sentai because the Americans <laughs> want to sell toys. <laughs> well, yeah, to, yeah. I think that's fair, but, I mean, he's got rollerblades that turn into jet rollerblades... And he's got a Tyrannosaurus Rex, Called but it's actually a quantum. Yeah. It's a quantum Quantasaurus Rex or something like that. Quantasaurus <laughs> Rex. It's incredible. They have to go back in time to get it, and they they gotta so face like real yeah. dinosaurs. And he has a gun blade. He has a gun that turns into a blade. He does have blade. a gun blade. Yes. Um, I feel like everyone in Time Force has a gun blade. Yeah. But, but I mean, my, my favorite episode of this is like centered around the the Quantum Ranger because it's uh, Trip, the like alien guy. Yeah. He's the Green Ranger. He mm-hmm. like uh, he he finds this this alien or this mutant who's like 
was arrested for petty theft instead of like mass murder or whatever the other yeah. mutants are arrested for. Yeah. And this is like a, you know, I don't want to hurt nobody kind of mutant. But uh, of course, the private police force gets called on him because everyone, yeah. you know, gets scared and calls the cops. Uh, and so, I mean, it's just like, it's a, it's like almost like a real life moral, uh, issue that, that, you know, there's these cops trying to do the right thing and stop the mutants, but there, there are some who aren't that bad. (laughs) Proportional response. Mm -hmm. It it brings up that, that question, which is not usually addressed in Power Rangers. It's usually like, ah, goon in costume, evil, destroy. It's no longer good versus evil. It's good versus you know, good but corporate. <laughs> yeah. The Time Force is about hate and prejudice. They literally yeah. they go on, like, monologues in the last couple episodes. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's a kid's show. You expect yeah. a monologue. Yeah. But I think it's a pretty yeah. decent political message for, for a yeah. kid's show. Yeah, and Eric has a nice, I mean... like, arc at the end where, like, he <laughs> saves the girl and her birds. It's like carrying the cage with the birds around. And then yeah, he, I love the bird Yeah, girl. and then he, like, blocks, you know, like... There's like one last bot that um they, they like kill all these bots and then but one of them is still awake and he like tries to shoot Wes or whoever and Eric gets in the way and gets shot. Yeah. And the Japanese version, he's dead. Well, it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's Wes and his dad yes. are are like reuniting at the end of the yes. world and yes. Eric saves them and dies a noble death, uh, having done something just for the good of yeah. doing it. Uh, well he turns out okay, but yeah, but uh <laughs> 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 yeah, he gives the morpher to Wes so he can use the the uh, the Rex, the Q. Yeah. yeah, and then he's okay, and then you see him in Wild Force, and he's yeah. cool, I guess. So, but I, <laughs> I I do I do like that entire arc, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's very it's very. I like that. I like that one scene. Like there's like that scene in the finale where um I think they're like hiding in the clock tower or whatever and like Wes is just yeah. trying to get through his thick skull and he like pulls his arm and he like like it's like, like do you see these morphers? Do you know what this means? <laughs> <laughs> so good oh, so good so now we're getting to like the the part you know the the moment in time where i actually started watching these shows as a kid yeah, you know the disney, disney era, era yeah. yeah so we got wild force ninja storm and dino thunder which are all i think much more streamlined like much more pared down to the basics of what power rangers is yeah yeah it's weird like wild force like um it's split in half because the Disney thing happened in the middle of it, so, like, it, it like, moved from, uh... Fox to ABC. To ABC. So, I actually thought it was cancelled, and then I just found it on ABC one day. <laughs> so, oh, oh, okay, cool, yeah. And then Ninja Great. Storm was, like, they moved to fucking New Zealand to film, and... It yep, all the yep. act- this is the introduction yeah. of the horribly masked New Zealand Australian accent <laughs> with the occasional actual American yeah, accent. Yeah, they're really trying to hide those Kiwi accents. It's amazing. It's just like commit to being in New Zealand. Yeah. You know, like just do it. It's fine. We'll still watch yeah, it. Yeah, Disney did that a lot. Like the the Johnny Tsunami sequel was shot in New Zealand disguised as Hawaii, but it was not convincing. <laughs> That's so wild. <laughs> right. But Wild Force, we've got the Lunar Wolf, right? The the Lunar Wolf. The Lunar Wolf Ranger. Ranger. He's, he's Zanaku at first, like a wolf dude. and he's Right. Like, so this is the first sixth Ranger who starts out as a villain, but that isn't a Ranger. Yeah. Right? Because for all the other ones, you've always got that scene where they go, we're all Rangers. Why are we fighting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which they never ask this question whenever, like, a monster shows up. Like, hey, we don't have to fight. I don't want to hurt you. 
but they all but they always do it for this evil ranger um but but this is the first time that the evil ranger is like a just a monster guy like yeah, a wolf monster. he was like an ancient warrior who was in love with the princess and they, they sing the the worst song ever and then they and then oh my god they're singing to the deer zord and then it looks like a fucking karaoke video with like a zoom background oh, and it's no. hilarious <laughs> it's so funny yeah i love the the cg zords can be kind of awkward um, looking because it wasn't even like of the zord it was like of like nature and stuff because like oh <laughs> uh, it's terrible yeah but um ninja storm you know we get into real disney era which yeah you know um, ninja storm this was your favorite that you watched right hannah uh no <laughs> I think I think ultimately, um, I know David. You had said that Lightspeed Rescue was sort of the the bomb diggity for you. Yeah. I, I think Lightspeed Rescue probably has the most like heavy, like legit drama. kind of drama to it. Um, but I I do like the story of Ninja Storm, which is you know the sort of the tech guy of the season, Cam, mm-hmm. who is the son of the. Sensei, hamster ninja yeah. dad. I, don't I guess he know. wasn't always a hamster. Uh, that's gotta be my guess. <laughs> well, basically, he goes back in time um, and meets his dad and his mom as, uh, like, as as students at the school in the past, and they find out that the evil guy is actually his uncle. Like, again, there's lots of like family drama in this one that's like very compelling. Yeah. Stuff that kids can understand. But yeah, so the so the Green Ranger is back in time. He meets his mom, and it's very touching. I don't know, like yeah, his mom no, has been I, dead I since that. he's a kid, and, and like it's very touching. And basically, you know, he's got a lot of issues because he's like this really highly trained uh, ninja, and is better trained than some of these like Power Ranger ninjas. But his dad just won't let him be a real Power Ranger, and then he gets the Green Power Ranger, Green Samurai. Green Samurai. The Green Samurai. Ranger, yeah. Who yeah, has a hat that, that turns around. He's got... How does that work? <laughs> He's got a capsule. <laughs> so, yeah, again, like, with the with the d- design quirks on the Sixth Ranger costumes to make them more sellable. Yeah. But For like, some reason, weird. taking off his armor and turning his visor around makes him stronger? It When, it, um, when he turns like, his hat around, it's like a switch. <laughs> yeah. And he has like a baseball bad weapon, which is ridiculous, and some of <laughs> sword. But um, but um, when he takes off his armor, and you, the, the shot of it uh, hitting the ground, it like creates a dent. On yeah, the it's concrete. weighted armor, like, like in that's Dragon how Ball. Heavy it is, and it's like okay, so now yeah. you're str- I guess you're more mobile. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like <laughs> Dragon Ball. It's weighted clothing. <laughs> yeah, and and his sword is also a microphone. That's awesome. Uh, but th- actually the. The it's the fourth and fifth ranger in Ninja Storm that are like closer to the, you know, the sort of Titanium Ranger style of like the revenge yeah. narrative that gets quickly undone by just explaining yeah. that the revenge is not warranted. <laughs> right. So like so this is like I think this is the first American Power Rangers to just start with a, th- a core group of three. Yeah. Um. So then so yeah, red, red yellow, blue. They're from the Wind Ninja Academy. They're the only ones who survived this attack. Everyone else was captured. Um, and then Crimson and Navy, Hunter and Blake show up, and they're from the Thunder Ninja Academy, and they're evil. Oh. But then they're good. But like, I love, I love how the thing in this season is extreme sports. 
Yes. They all have yeah. a different extreme sport. <laughs> Very early 2000s vibes. Yeah. Fucking point break over here. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, I really, I really do like uh, the Samurai's Journey, the, the three-parter. It's, it's, they're very different episodes. Like, they might as well not yeah. be a three-parter. Because, like, first episode was like, oh, yeah. Cam's so jealous of everyone, yada, yada, yada. And two was like, time travel, no Power Rangers shit, no suits. It's just like, just... Just gritty, like family drama, and like fighting <laughs> yeah. with like with swords, and like yeah. I'm so glad there was no romantic tension with the mom because that would have been weird. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Uh, origin story revelations, and then three is like I don't know. He fights a mosquito or something like that. Yeah. Well, he's got to you know show off his powers basically. The yeah. um the show that I really grew up with was Dino Thunder, the next Dino one. Dino Thunder. And I, this is this will always define Tommy's back. Tommy's back, first of all. <laughs> Dr. O. Dr. O. Yeah, Dr. Man. O. I dig it so What's much. What's up, Dr. O? With his glasses and his Spiky hair and a goatee. And his fucking goatee. It's so 2000s. It's, it How hurts. long does it take to, to get, like, uh, whatever degree he has in archaeology? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's gotta be at least six years, if not longer. Well, I guess he probably wrote his dissertation on, like, space archaeology, and everyone was like, I guess I can't disprove this, because I've never been to space. And you have, yeah. so you win? But he's, he's the mentor, right? <laughs> he's the mentor, but he also gets to be a ranger. And then the the fifth ranger, who is really functioning like the, uh, the sixth ranger here, is... Uh, you know the the white dragon ranger again dragons yeah. not dinosaurs Trent. Well, again deep voice Trent. deep modulated voice yeah um, uh, and uh attention um hypnotized to be evil but then turns good very classic very like back he's to the basics. son of the bad guy who has a very jekyll hyde thing going yeah on. he's a jekyll hyde dino man who wants to exterminate all human life and return us to the dinosaurs but when he's, you know, we deserve it. But when he's Doctor <laughs> Jekyll, he's like, you know, a rich dad who doesn't want his son to draw. Yeah, <laughs> right. I want to draw. I want to draw. I want to go to art school. Dad. Again, they have a hobby thing like the Red Rangers, the soccer dude, the the Yellow Rangers, the songwriter, the Blue Rangers, the tech guy, I guess, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Trent will yeah. draw or something. Yeah, and and this is like my favorite design of a sixth ranger too. Like it's like white with like a spike and like a kind of like red X Spikes. thing on his eyes. Yeah, it's cool. yeah, he's got it a red visor. Cool. It's, it's rad. Uh, and then him and Tommy get ATVs. Yeah, toys. And then because the Japanese footage, like they're still like the white. I guess the white ranger was a bad guy longer than the Japanese version, so they just make up an evil robot version of the white ranger for them to fight. Yeah, they copy him and just, then have the actual white ranger just off just doing quest sure. stuff. Sure, yeah, but um, I I do like the Tommy stuff. I do like him as a mentor. You know the whole like you know when he first morphs like the, the Elsa or whatever her name is like aren't you a little old for this Tommy? <laughs> um, yeah. And then, you know, and then he had to, like, leave New Zealand, so he became invisible. <laughs> no, he be first he became permanently morphed, right. and he, like, he, like, he couldn't okay. reverse it, and then he became invisible, and then he, like, was, like, a, he was in comatose. Yes, and then he had to fight his previous selves to wake up. That one was pretty cool. He fought the Red Zeo Ranger, he fought the White Ranger, and then he fought the Green Ranger, and then, you know... 
<laughs> I, I love when you fight when you, you, you like figure out like like they change the um the color grading so it's like oh it's red because he's gonna fight the red ranger and then when it's green yeah. it's like, oh yo you know what's coming <laughs> and then i think he throws the dagger like and like it like hits it like lands next to tommy and then you hear that iconic synthesized trumpet <laughs> it's like yeah there he is it's coming yeah um, so that that was just like a cool like throwback, which I really appreciated. Right. Um, uh, similar to the to to the being trapped in your morphed form, so you don't have to hire an actor to play. You know, Tommy. We also have the permanently morphed Omega Ranger, who terrible. is a ball terrible. of light. Awful. <laughs> you can't beat that. I love I love how he has the Roman numeral six on his costume. Right, that's everyone, good. like the five the five Rangers have one two three four in numerical form. Yeah, and then uh-huh. Donkey Kruger just has one hundred for some reason, <laughs> and then Omega Ranger gets ro- classy Roman numeral six. Yeah, you know, Super Bowl right. classy. So yeah, in SPD we also have the the mentor becoming a Ranger, but I just think like the Omega Ranger being the guy from the future who they met as a kid, but he appears as a ball of light. A ball of light. It's, it's, it's quite the, the layer. I don't understand why I did that, and I don't really want to find out. I don't really care enough, because that voice actor was irritating as hell. Right, but I don't think that he was as annoying as the Power Rangers RPM 6th and 7th Rangers. Okay, but like... <laughs> What is even going on in Power Rangers RPM? There's so much there. Like it's so hardcore, is what's happening. We David, we watched this for our yeah, endgame. and it was equally uh, as badass then yeah. as it is now, and as confusing. Is it badass? Yes. Like they just have like this, you know, <laughs> child genius who invents a computer virus that's like Ultron, and then. Ultron takes over the entire world. The whole series is set in the post-apocalypse under a domed city. <laughs> it's so intense. It's, it's way it's over intense. the top. And it's, I know, love it. I love it. I, I just it. love watching baby Jessica Jones actor. Yeah, uh, the guy who plays Malcolm. Plays yeah. Malcolm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, um, that first yeah, episode this. was wild because it was like, okay, this is like, this okay, Terminator, and there are characters named named Hicks and Vasquez because the showrunner loves aliens. There you um, go. and I don't know. It, it was just crazy. Like there are all these explosions, and then it's like, did anyone else get back in? And like the 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 guy who's like in charge is like, God help them. And then it says like Power Rangers RPM in white text against a black background, like Lost. Um. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Power Rangers is for grown-ups. Yeah, because um, the first few episodes, they were origin flashback stories very much in the vein of Lost, which is <gasps> rad. Um, and then the the first time you meet the Black Ranger, like he's it's like fucking Mad Max where he's like driving in the desert all by himself and he like gets out of the car. He's like drinking from his water carton and then he sees one little flower. One little flower in the desert. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Yeah. He, and he pours a little bit of water on the Ugh. flower. Because, you know, life. Starting to help life come back. Good. And then the yeah. robots attack him. But they don't know where he is. And he jumps out. And he, like, beats them up off screen while the camera focuses on the flower. Because oh, life will so endure. 
RPM was the last uh, last Disney series, is that right? Before they got bought up by Nick? Yeah, they got cancelled for one year, and then they did a year where it was just Mighty Morphin, but with like 1960s Batman, like pow, and like colorful things. (laughs) Um, And then Nickelodeon bought them. Um, But um, yeah, RPM is... Yeah, Child Genius, but I love the scene where it's just like, okay, do you guys have questions? And then they all raise their hands... And they all ask questions <laughs> about the tropes of Power Rangers, including, like, explosions yeah. and the morphing sayings and everything and the spandex. And they just deconstruct the entire concept of Power Rangers as a gag. <laughs> it's fucking rich. And then the showrunner got fired midway through the season for going over budget. <laughs> oh! Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Um... But let's talk about Gem and Gemma, <laughs> yeah. the gold and silver ranger of RPM real quick, because they are annoying. <laughs> yeah, so these are definitely mysterious. Well, okay, before we know who they are, they're just, like, mysterious rangers who show up in the wasteland occasionally. Right, but don't we know who they are before we know who they are? We know who they are from Dr. K. Right. Right, and they say we're running to go get the gold and silver suits. Right, at but the it's end. like ambiguous. It's sort of it's like a clue, you know. For children, <laughs> it's ambiguous for children. The same way all of the other previous ones were ambiguous. It's like, oh, who it is, who is it? But you know who it is. But yeah. Yeah. Well, they 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 are made of alphabet soup, and they <laughs> love That's completing right. each other's sentences. Alphabet soup. It's like the fucking like Illuminati of. <laughs> it's the worst name for an Illuminati. Because she's Doctor K. But they're Gem and Gemma. They're not like G and J or anything. Like it's anyway, nothing. So they they're incredibly annoying. So I mean, they're just they're gold and silver, but they don't have that distinctive of like weapons or anything. They're just like they finish each other. Two sentences. more Rangers. They're like and they finish each their other whole sentences. thing is that they're quirky and upbeat, and everyone and, else is dour and yeah. apocalyptic. Yeah. I do like everyone's very angsty. when when they when they change when they change showrunners in the middle of the season. Um, they did separate them and give them like their own arcs, which I did appreciate. Like you know, I don't recall how successful it was, but like I just thought that was like they it just made them more palatable. <laughs> Smart. You know, they became more individual yeah. characters. Like I think there was one episode where like um, like they they do a mission and like um, the Red Ranger uh, Malcolm from Jessica Jones um. His, I think it's his dad that's like the general. He's the general, yeah. yeah. And he gives Jem I... <laughs> um, a medal and not his son, which yeah. like causes a rift, but they kind of bond over it, which is like, okay, that dude can be his own character. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um. Uh, yeah, and and I mean, I think the episode after that, um, Gemma gets sort of her own standout with uh, the the Blue Ranger, who's Scottish the Scottish dude, guy, yeah. yeah, who who is sort of the mechanic of the team, and it starts with her like diary entry being like, and the Blue Ranger is just kind of a mechanic, shrug. <laughs> and the showrunners are like, screw that, they're gonna work together and do great. I do like the Blue Ranger's lost episode because when you first see him as a kid he's wearing a kilt because he's scottish <laughs> and like a fucking bagpipe says the score <laughs> and yeah the bad guy's fighting him later on the episode and he's like what what's so special about you he, what's that no 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 i wish but like no like when he when he fights him as a ranger and then he's like what's so special about you and he just goes i'm scottish <laughs> 
just beautiful, beautiful. It's delightful. RPM is amazing. Uh, so then, like, the Nickelodeon shows, I guess, like, that's all that's left. They're, again, like the early Disney shows, I think they're, again, like a streamlining and a return to basics. You know, you've got Samurai, okay, who's the sixth ranger. He's a gold ranger. He's a childhood friend of theirs. Sure. He's kind of reckless, yeah. and he says everything's golden. Does he really? It's like his catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, you know, in Megaforce, they, like, talk about legendary rangers a lot. Yeah. And so their sixth ranger is, like, a guy who can use all of the sixth ranger's powers named Orion. Very specific And he's from set. space, just like Trey and Zane yeah. and all the other alien ones. The, yeah, the episode. Did we is, talk about Zane? The episode at is all? called "Power of Six. which is like on the. Yeah, uh, yeah, Zane. Uh, great name. I, I like Zane because he dates the villain. That's <laughs> what I like. Listen, Andromeda. Zane is, was uh, from from in space. Power Rangers in space, and they they yeah, date but he was cryogenically frozen. Beautiful. I love it, and they just never like tried to thaw him. But but then he gets thawed accidentally, and he doesn't. Was this die? a thing where like because like the Red Ranger thought like freezes him? They they were buddies, and then the yeah. the other no, Rangers who were, exactly. who were from Earth because they were the Turbo Rangers. They find him and like who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's you're exactly right. But he he shows up and he helps. And then he just, like, starts dating without telling any of the other rangers the villain of the show. And then the villain eventually becomes, like, a sixth ranger of sorts. Like, a, a new pink ranger, I think, in uh, in Lost Galaxy. Lost which Galaxy, is, because the pink ranger fucking dies. <laughs> it's crazy. And then to replace her with a villain who is the love interest for the sixth ranger. Like, the sixth ranger is just a chance for the writers to, like, do whatever. Because... Yeah. You know, you can always write them off the show. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> but the Sixth Ranger, you know, it extends beyond just Power Rangers. Like, right. you know, it 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 is become a trope that that uh, you know has transcended its originating medium um, and is right, absolutely applied to things. So, what have we learned in order to apply it to all of these new? you know, TV shows. Like, what is a Sixth Ranger? How can we identify it in other media? They're like a shot of adrenaline. Yeah. Like, here's, some, here's something new. Like, it's kind of like those guys you already know, but kind of different in a cool way. They might be kind of rebellious <laughs> yeah. or just, like, you know, be a little out of step or whatever. Right. Edgy. And it's the mystery of it, the ambiguity. It's taking a show that's good versus bad and saying, what about Grey? What about In the Middle? You know, what about, hey, what if sometimes there's a good guy who's hypnotized to, or misinformed to do a bad <laughs> thing? What if he's just a dick because of their prep school years? Yeah, what if sometimes you just have <laughs> yeah. assholes who are trying to be good but are just bad at it? Um, and and what if, you know, sometimes you have just crazy misunderstandings or aliens? <laughs> what if sometimes you just have aliens? Yes, absolutely. Or vampires. Um, right. So let's uh, let's talk about some examples that we you know think count as our sixth Rangers, even if they're not necessarily the sixth character on the team. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and I mean I think that's the other thing that we've learned from Power Rangers is they don't literally have to be the sixth person on. You the don't team have to have a Roman number right. six in your class. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, so let's start with Avatar, since we always talk about Avatar, and <laughs> yeah. we'll never be truly done with it, even though we finished our recap. Um, so who is the sixth ranger of Avatar? Is it Toph, Zuko, or Suki? <laughs> All three? 
Well, it's interesting because they sort of come in in different seasons. I mean, Zuko and Suki, you would say, come in in the last season, but the last season, just like timeline-wise, was spread out so far that, you know, it was sort of like Zuko came on board and then we get, like, Suki joining. Um, but, you know, Toph is definitely the sixth ranger of season season two. Right, because she's, you know, morally ambiguous when you first see her. You don't know if she's going to help you, but she's not a bad guy. Mm -hmm. And she has a cool design and power, you know, that sets her apart from the rest of the team. And she can kick all of their butts. (laughs) (laughs) Right. She she brings a totally new dynamic, too. Um, Like, she is, as you said, that sort of bolt of adrenaline, that, like, shock to the system. Right. But Zuko, I I think that he embodies the soul of the Sixth Ranger more <laughs> because so many of the Sixth Rangers are that morally ambiguous, like, start out bad and then turn good, the heel yeah. turn. We don't and, trust you at first. Right. Yeah. And then also, when I think of the, the Blue Spirit episode, like, with the mask and you don't know if he's bad or good because he's just doing these kind of weird things you don't know what his motivation is right like he's breaking out ang but is also threatening his life (laughs) yeah is it bad or good and then you take off the mask and it's like (gasps) that is to me that is such a you know uh titanium ranger moment (laughs) quantum ranger no No gun blades there though yeah no gun blades they're just big staffs that are also flying things yeah, we don't get laser guns until Korra. Uh, thank God. <laughs> right. I mean, there were certainly some good examples of uh, Sixth Rangers, like, from the same era as Power Rangers. Like, um, the ripoff of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Street Sharks, had a, <laughs> a, sixth, a sixth shark called Moby Lick, <laughs> which don't, <laughs> don't make that a name ever, please. Um, so, you know, he comes in in season two. He's like a morphed bad guy made by the villain of the show, but then they break his, you know, control over him and he joins the team, you know, just like any sixth ranger. Cause it's you know, name. the shows were pretty formulaic at that time. It's a lot. <laughs> but it, it also tracks for like some modern shows. Like, are there any modern shows that you want to, you know, talk about that have this, this kind of sixth ranger? I mean, I think it's definitely something that's, you know, obviously, or at least more obviously, um, confined to like action shows. Like right. I, I think good you versus could... evil shows. At least. Right. Right. Um, monster yeah. of the week shows, Episodic. superhero shows, anything, anything like that. Um, like, you know, in an arrow, we have Sarah Lance, um, in, in right. season two of that, um, Right, but this is the first adult show that we're mentioning. You know, well, adult (laughs) in quotes. But, (laughs) like, a show that isn't directly aimed at 10-year-olds with a 10-year-old's morality system. It's certainly aimed at a mature audience. Um, You know, and, and, you know, Arrow is all about trying to be morally ambiguous, whether or not they actually succeed at that is is up to your own take. Um, But, you know, like, she, she starts off as... Um, you know, this mysterious character who comes back seemingly from the dead and, you know, was previously Arrow's girlfriend, but then she, or like was, or he was like cheating on his girlfriend with her, but she's the sister of his girlfriend. It's like so CW drama, you know, like that's the other <laughs> thing that Arrow is. Um, 
but she's back from the dead and she's like trained by Ra's al Ghul and like, you know, is, is evil. And then they have to bring her back to the good side. And then she fights on their side for a while and then eventually dies and then gets brought back to life again. And then she's on her own TV show, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, but it's fine. <laughs> like, you know, but it's, it's like if fine. the green, it's like if the green ranger got a spinoff show where he then had like his own team. Right. Which I'm sure was pitched, but definitely right. did not happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's basically just, they keep having Tommy come back, <laughs> you know, that's all right. the spinoff shows with the green ranger. I, I like the idea of talking about adult shows with this. Um, I have here written burn notice, a USA <laughs> drama because in season four they bring in jesse who is the character that michael burned accidentally so it's like the cycle of violence continues he got burned and then he burned jesse and so they bring him on and it's kind of ambiguous like whether eventually jesse's going to turn on michael because you know he's the guy who got him burned um, I know nothing about burn notice, so I'm going to take your word well, you for know, it. Well, <laughs> do you know what a burn notice is, which 0%. is when you're a spy? When oh. you're a spy, mm. sometimes you get burned, and then you're no longer a spy. Oh, shit. This was literally an SNL sketch <laughs> where it was a game show called What is Burn Notice, and the contestants don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Very fitting. Do do does do Star Treks have sixth rangers? Sixth uh, seven of nine definitely six. was a sixth ranger. Well, uh, yeah, because she was a Borg. She was literally a Borg. Right. right. She wasn't made to sell toys though. No. She was made to sell like body pillows or something. She she wow. had a yeah. She had a uh, you know skin tight suit. So. She was meant to sell something to to teens. And she she. She was replacing another uh, uh, female cast member who who left, um, you know. Yeah. So so is I think is maybe less of a sixth ranger and more of like a replacement ranger. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's a specific trope namer for for that, um, but you know, like the series then decides to just focus on her a ton once she arrives. From what I right, I much like a Green Ranger or a, yeah, you know, a White Ranger, uh, Dragon. I, you Ranger. know, she's she's very she was very much a shot of adrenaline for that show, or at least an attempt to do so. Um, yeah. Have you heard that theory that uh, the casting of Jerry Ryan as Seven of Nine contributed to Barack Obama's election as president of the United States? <laughs> what? I'm fascinated. <laughs> I have not um, heard this theory. Can you link that to us? Uh, I have to. F- I had to find because uh, like there are like all these news stories that just like make like add all these things to it. I just, I'm trying to find just like the raw Reddit post, but um, <laughs> right, link it to us when <laughs> you we'll, find it. We'll, we'll, link we'll tweet it, it, it out. Yes, uh, yeah, J- yeah. Jerry Ryan's frequent separations from her husband, uh, Senator Jack Ryan, <laughs> due to her acting schedule, contributed to their divorce in 1999. Jack Ryan became the <laughs> Republican nominee for an open seat in Illinois. During the campaign, the proceeds from oh, Ryan's divorce shit. became public and contained the details of a success life that did not make him look good. The scandal forced Ryan to drop out of the Senate race in July, leaving the GOP time to only find token opposition to Democratic nominee Barack Obama. Obama's landslide Damn. victory into the Senate helped him launch into the national stage, and uh, pulling off an upset victory in the 2008 primary and became president. TLDR, the lackluster Damn. writing of Star Trek Voyager, helped pave the way for the Obama presidency. <laughs> That's I'll a great Reddit it. post. 
Deep Space Nine, they had, you know, we didn't talk about this very much, but in Power Rangers, sometimes you would have a sixth ranger who was like a returning ranger from a previous season. Right. So Jason and Tommy in places. Yeah. But, uh, you know, this is in in Deep Space Nine, Worf comes back, right? Yeah. What's Michael Dorn doing? He's like the sixth ranger for that. (laughs) He's popular. Yeah. And then he starts up a romance with, uh, with, uh, What's her right, name? which was also a big thing with a lot of these is, you know, if there's a female ranger, they'll typically <laughs> fall in love with the sixth ranger uh, yeah. <laughs> almost, you know, about half the time. That is that is one thing. Uh, the sixth ranger in Power Rangers is basically never a girl. Right. It's, it's always uh, another dude getting added to the team, which right. is, is, is interesting to note, I think. We've also never had, you know, a, a leading ranger be a woman. I don't SBD think. had the A-Squad. <laughs> the A-Squad? Do you remember? Uh, well, because, like, SBD is about the B-Squad, and the A-Squad goes missing. Oh. And then... Right, um, but I'm saying a main yeah, character. Yeah, but I just right? love the story of, like, um, there's, you know, like, they go missing in, like, episode three or something like that, and you hear, like, this transmission from them, and their voices are modulated, and someone on rangerboard.com... I uh, was like, huh, there's something weird about that voice. You know what? I think the Red Ranger is a lady. And then several, several, <laughs> several, several months later, he was proven right. So that's the best we can yes. get in terms of representation, and, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because she turns out to be evil. The A-Squad's evil. Ugh. Listen, you're not allowed to have a woman in a powerful role as a leader in Power Rangers mm-hmm. unless she's evil. Yeah. That's right. that's the rule. And her name's Charlie because... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I love yeah. that as a girl's name. It's a very like, but... uh, like Brian Fuller likes making like female characters with dude names. The um the other Jap- piece of Japanese media I think that most embodies the Six Ranger trope is Digimon because they always had some kind of late addition to the group, and they are also such a a group of non morally ambiguous good guys versus right. a bunch of evil monsters. Yeah. Um, so you've got that fucking Digi Emperor, man. <laughs> right, the Digi Emperor is a sixth ranger classico. Uh, he's you know morally morally evil bad guy who's actually hypnotized by dark demon magic, which you don't find out till much later. But he had spiky hair, uh, yeah, the evil glasses. He had spiky hair, and then he turns good. <laughs> I feel like he he has a very similar uh, storyline to the Titanium Ranger. Mm. You know, is sort of like yeah. tricked from a young age into thinking that you know he he should be evil and he needs to be evil but then you know learns that he can use his powers for good yeah except they're all still at a young age Um, because they're all goddamn kids (laughs) (laughs) yes they're all still in elementary school and then the the first season of digimon there was like an eighth digidestined and that was a whole arc was finding the eighth and that that reminds me a lot of like the phantom ranger and like trying to figure out who he is and then it turns out he's nobody He's <laughs> just an alien name. You know what? Because um, there were plans for that guy to be Billy. So there seems to be a reoccurring. Hey, Billy thing. just gets the shaft in like every possible way. So sad. Justice for Billy. for Billy. I'm telling you, it's the new hashtag we've got to get trending, everyone. Right, Digimon Tamers. That their like sixth ranger was like <laughs> Impmon, so like an yeah. actual Digimon that they fight, but he but turns like, into a good guy in the end. That's just because Digimon Tamers is very different from basically all of right. the other Digimon. It's really dark. It's so Digimon dark. Digimon Frontier it's, it's died legit. Tamers. 
It's legit. Right, that's true. Digimon Frontier, though, much less dark, but that has the evil twin, twin brother. brother that we never told you about thing, which is absolutely Classic. Titanium Ranger yeah. again. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, Keenan, I think, in Data Squad, wasn't he like a like a woods, like a Tarzan on. type? Whatever, forget that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Keenan is the sixth ranger of SNL. Yes, yes. Just um, through pure staying power. And then became the leader. We, we also, uh, we didn't talk about the sixth ranger traitor trope, which is something on TV tropes, but they do say in that trope page that it doesn't really happen in Power Rangers ever. There aren't really any, like, traitor rangers that join up and then Yeah, it's, it's always the inverse. It's like, you're bad, then you're good. Right, or it, right. if they do turn back evil, it's, like, very temporary. Um, but, like... Or they just make a robot! <laughs> But, like, the sixth ranger, if you add a character to your show, but you want to preserve the status quo, a good way to do that is to have them join, but then turn out to be evil and betray them. So that's what happens in, like, Teen Titans with Terra, um, you know, which she, you know, she turns out to be maybe not as bad, but, you know, she sacrifices herself, so that's her her arc. But, uh, I don't know. Or I think does she, David? <gasps> Um, are there any non-action show versions of this trope that you guys can think of? Any comedies? Any sitcoms? I was going to say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but the dude was with the core... He was with the core team from the very beginning, so that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, also, right. you know, action show. Yeah. Um, but how about how about NBC's community? <laughs> how about Chang? How about Chang? Well, yeah, because it's, it's the study group. Like, they, they, they yeah. sit at the table, so, and they, it you know, rotates. Again, it's like a very specific regimented core cast. And if you're not in the core cast, then you're a side character. Yes. But Chang, he, sits at he the always table. has that moral ambiguity. Yes. He's not evil, but he's not he good. He becomes the emperor. He fluctuates yeah. between well, them. Well, but he is evil, which is right. why Well, he turns so evil, but then yeah. he's turned good again. Chaotic good. And that's yeah. when he joins... He finally yeah. joins the study group. The problem is the the story the story group the study group um you know just gets so messy anywhere past season three that you know people are in and out. Sure, but that's Power Rangers too. That the people are in and out of Power Rangers in seasons two and three too. You know just. Oh, you know, uh, let's just replace the uh, Black Ranger and the Yellow Ranger real quick. Just, and, okay, just I you know. love it because like it's Jason. It, well, who is it? It's Jason, um, Kim, and Trini. Oh no, K Jason, Zach, and Trini, and they leave for a peace conference. <laughs> <laughs> What's the excuse? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, it's, it's a conference it about. Means it's <laughs> They're all just going to get high in a, a treehouse. That's what a peace conference is. Yeah, let's send these high schoolers to this peace conference. <laughs> so, any any other, like, key uh, sixth rangers that you guys want to talk about? I think we've covered, we've covered a pretty a huge amount. I mean, there's certainly a lot more anime examples of this that we could go into. Uh, all of, like, the Transformers shows did something like this. Um there's, you know, there's some, like, morally ambiguous characters in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles who join the main squad. But, like, I think that, like, everything falls into patterns established by Power Rangers or used by Power Rangers at some point. It's either... I'd like to, I'd like to uh, introduce uh, Hobbs from Fast and Furious as a Sixth Ranger. Hobbs? And, and then what about Shaw? 
sure. I mean, I mean, Shaw is like, I don't know, he's the, you know, like Ninja Storm and Dino Thunder had like, you know, six. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Hobbs was just like an adrenaline shot. He was a bad guy trying to catch the family, and then he joins the family. All right, Hobbs, sixth oh. ranger. Chang, sixth ranger. What about My Little Pony? Do they have a... There, there, there's six of them, and then they have a, a seventh? A seventh pony. I, think, joyously. <laughs> I didn't watch that one. I think it was later in the show they have a seventh one who used to be like morally ambiguous, <laughs> kind of bad, but not really. Not 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 really for the whole friendship is magic yeah, thing. Yeah, uh, Starlight Glimmer. All the bronies okay. sound sure. off in the comments. Jeez. <laughs> Danny, the ponies go to a peace conference. Um. Yes. <laughs> Steven Universe. Uh, you know, you could maybe argue like Peridot or Connie or like Lapis. I, I think or Lapis. Something like that. Right. Lapis shows up. Is just like you know doing weird stuff that isn't really evil or good, uh, but just kind <laughs> of angry. And then eventually she switches to the good Chaotic side, but then neutral. she kind of runs off and just you know leaves the plot for a while. Um, yeah. Bismuth maybe also kind of does that morally ambiguous joins the main group, but then kind of disappears for long stretches of time while we can't get, we can't get Uzo. <laughs> does the Pokemon anime have six Rangers or is it just a rotating cast kind of? Deal? It's a rotating cast thing. I, Oh wait, what about, um, it was like Ash's not rival, but he also had a Pikachu in the first season. Gary. Oh, oh God. Gary. <laughs> no. No, but th- there was like a there was like a rotating guy who was like not quite a rival. Yeah. It doesn't really fit for Pokemon, I guess, because they're not like battling evil in the same right. way. You could say, I mean, so Team you can't Rocket introduce you know, like somebody like halfway between Team Rocket yeah. and the good guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the sixth ranger is halfway. It's got to be halfway <laughs> between the good yeah. guys and the evil guys, and Buffy that's more ambiguity for for kids. Buffy has them, yeah. Yeah, you know, there's there's Angel, Spike. Anya, who starts out as a demon and then ends up marrying Xander, um, you know. And, and then uh, Faith is kind of a sixth ranger traitor, right? Yeah, yeah. Joins the team briefly, but, you know, turns out to be evil, but then is good again. Like, you know, she goes back and forth a couple of times. Um, right. So it's Whew. it's complicated. This one has gone on quite a while. I'm super exhausted. <laughs> There's so many, but they're. they're I mean, we fun knew this was going to be a big one. They're they're interesting. Like you know, they yeah. like you said, they're there to throw off the the established dynamic, insert some adrenaline. Um, you know, potentially provide a redemption arc, or you know, if we're doing a face heel turn, provide just like additional conflict, um, and then eventually bringing them back again uh and and it does it it makes your five-man band or your golden trio like a little bit more interesting um, right. i think and also sometimes they have the power of fast so they go whoosh 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 across the screen <laughs> gotta have power fast um anything else to add chris anything else uh uh, anytime you talk about characters being written off, I'm just going to say, oh, they went to a peace conference. They went to a peace yes. conference. That is, I think, our beautiful <laughs> takeaway from, well, from this, let's, uh, this episode. Let's all, you know, Chris has to go back to the, the peace yes. conference, Chris, but we'll where still can be people, here. 
Where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Compenderizer. I am trying to do this campaign where if I reach 888 followers, then I will play Putt Putt Saves the Zoo for stream. Um, Ooh, it's a worthy love it. cause. Uh, I'm going to keep doing this for 999 <laughs> and 1111 and so on and so forth. So let's bump those numbers up. Smash that follow button. Let's play some Putt Putt. <laughs> Become Just the sixth put, ranger put. of Chris's Twitter <laughs> following. Yes, morally ambiguous, but still part of the core group. <laughs> and uh, for, for everybody who's listened to this whole thing, we'd like to thank you for sticking around and get ready for our the rest of our season three. Uh, since we're done with our Avatar recaps, we're starting a brand new show uh, where we... Coming at you soon. Coming at you next week, where we go through the entire IMDb uh, page of... One Stanley Tucci in a, in our new show, Stanning Stanley, Stanley Tucci. Tucci. Oh no! <laughs> From Devil Wears Prada to the Lovely Bones, absolutely, and far beyond. Oh, we're going all the way back to the beginning, <laughs> Miami Vice, Chris. Miami Jesus. Vice. Levi's commercials guys. in the eighties. We're doing the whole thing. Uh, so check us out with that next week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Talking Tropes, and uh, we'll see you. See you then. See you at the peace conference. <laughs>